Welcome to the Save Room, your safe haven for gaming news and discussion. My name is Kevin. My name is Daniel. And this is episode 63. Ooh, 63 for you and me. Live free. Why do we try? Why do we do this? I don't know. Why do we do this every? Why can't we? It's just fucking episode sixty-three. Yeah. It doesn't have to be a like a like a children's book. Can every, we make something fun for sixty-four though? Like sixty-four bit edition. We missed that gravy train at thirty-two. Yeah, we did, didn't we? Yeah. Ah, oh, fuck. Even eight. We're inconsistent. Yes. That's our brand. We're consistently inconsistent. But I have an idea. Hmm. All we have to do is go back, get the fucking Infinity Stones. Okay. <laughs> go back to the point in time. Right before they were taken, before we right. made this bad decision train. And go back to us in 2016 and be like, boys, we have a pun for you. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Yeah. But we have giant beards. Both of us. We look like ZZ Top. <laughs> I don't know how much time needs hmm. to pass, but... You could be 100 and your beard would still not fully connect the way it needs to. Fuck. I know. I'm sorry. Really? Yeah. <laughs> you think this is never going to work for me? Uh, uh, listeners uh, at home, if you're not watching the uh, the video broadcast of this, which does not exist, mm-hmm. uh, I cannot grow anything past a goatee. Yeah. He has a very distinguished level four goatee, but... Level four? Level four. What is the scale to? Uh, Ten? I don't know. Shit. How do I level up? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. You're gonna massage the follicles a little bit. Get in there between oh. your aftershaves. Okay. Yeah, it's a whole process. Do you apply aftershave? You don't shave. You don't know what I do. I know what you do. I got a beard guy. He gives me tons of tips. <laughs> Does he come over? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's my Tuesday guy when you're not home. God, I'm looking for that beard guy tip today. <laughs> you walk down this path, Daniel. Yeah, I did. Didn't you walk down this path. So it is the 1st of June, Whoa. gamers. We're in the heat of summer. We're in pre-3 right now. And pre-3? Yeah. Like pre-E3? pre-E3. Is that what we're doing? Okay, yeah. gotcha. You threw that one on me last night. I didn't like yeah. it. but You didn't like it? You know, I stuck with I it. I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know it was a thing. Everything is, is apparently a thing when you tell me it. I'm like, oh, cool. Yes. Everything I say is a thing. Hmm. Thank you very much. <laughs> I wouldn't be saying it otherwise. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so summer, you like summer a lot for a lot of reasons, right? Summer, despite the bright days and the beach bods and hanging out on a Kawasaki Ninja Wave Runner on the ocean, it is hot and it is uncomfortable and the bugs are out and I hate the bugs. The bugs are alive and they thrive, man. about how I got out of my car the other day. I was sitting in my parking lot and I had my door open for not even 0.5 seconds (laughs) and a wasp flew into my car. Oh shit. (laughs) What's your worst fear? I had like two minutes till I had to leave for work and I'm like, I need to get this thing out of here. So like, I literally like systematically opened all of my doors one by one. Oh, the just f- trying to shoot it out. Right. The flush yeah. out maneuver. Yeah. And gotcha. I think I saw it kind of like zip out and fly up into the atmosphere and I'm like, okay, it's gone. You think so, but yeah. 15 minutes into your drive. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I was worried that it would have accidentally like, maybe I missed it and was still in my car and I would mm-hmm. get in my car at like 930 to leave to go home and it would still be in there with me and it would just, I would see it on my fucking rear view mirror. Worst nightmare situation. This always calls back to an episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark where, like, this teenager was in a taxi cab and he was in the back seat and there was, like, a little tubing from, like, the front to the back and I guess the the driver, with his nefarious reasons, he funneled a bunch of wasps into the, the back oh, and he locked the doors on the passenger and ended up, like, stinging him to death. Wow. That's what I think of when I think of wasps in my car. You could almost say that's an experience that'll stick with him. <laughs> it'll stick with him, all right. Yeah, I don't like summer. Besides, summer makes people crazy in Auburn. In Auburn? Yeah. We don't live in Auburn. I work in Auburn, yeah. so I see a lot of crazy shit happening. Really? Yeah. What's the craziest shit? Uh, I saw a lot of weird, weird meth tweaking happenings yesterday. 
A lot of, me- a lot of meth heads out in Auburn. Okay. Let me tell you what. The heat makes them irritable. It's the capital of meth in Washington? No, I bet you that's like Spokane or some shit. And, uh, yeah, maybe. maybe, yeah, maybe. Yeah. It's not of the United States, though. That goes to Salt Lake City. No, it doesn't go to Salt Lake City. It goes to Akron, Ohio. Oh, really? It's the drug capital of America. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> the, more, the more you know. Sorry, this is like kind of a like a geographical edition of the Save Room yeah. today. We're, we're gonna just talk about different states and their cultures. Yeah. And actually, we we should do like a figure out gaming culture across each state. What do you guys like? And be like Xbox. And be like, I f- okay, bye. You will see a median across all the states, and it's Call of Duty. It's called <laughs> like everybody loves Call of Duty. <laughs> no matter where you live, Call of Duty is your flavor. It's a treasure. Daniel, yes. I've been. I wanted to talk very briefly. Mm-hmm. I've I have joined a new age of influencer, which is uh, because I got an Aver Media, mm-hmm. the Live Gamer Portable Pro Plus Two. This is a continuation of our conversation we had Part last two. week, where it was it hadn't arrived yet, I, I believe. No, no. And in the last week, you've gone hard into the content creation. You were learning video editing and Adobe and yeah, gifts. You made a gif. I made a gif. Yeah, it I says t- get fucked and it's a dauntless gif it's great it's my favorite thing so, now i so tell us i'm 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 walking and i'm learning to run i've which essentially if i run into so i downloaded software to like uh edit videos it's called film uh filmora 9 mm-hmm. and it was free because that's how they fucking get you that's how they hook you right in your stupid influencer mouth and you're like oh this is great it's snappy to use i, I used some other software before that to upload a video and it was like crashing and staggering my video and shit okay. i was like no this is bad but filmora it's like oh shit you can do so much you can record voiceover you can edit transitions i love it mm-hmm. it's great well that's basic stuff but i love it yeah, that's what you need <laughs> and then i went to go export and it's like duh, 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 duh. uh actually <laughs> if you don't want a big old fucking watermark on your video you're gonna have to pay for this and it's like oh i don't want a watermark the only watermark i want on our videos is our fucking typewriter or our dumb faces or like an accident (laughs) (laughs) an accident to the to the file um so so i was like you know what fuck it it was like 60 bucks for to buy it forever and i was like whatever i i like it so much i was like raving about it before and Mm -hmm. then it like hit me with a paywall you ever been hit with a paywall before gamers (laughs) so i was like fine i'll do it so I, i started very basic i made like a dauntless video which is just like here's like seven minutes of video mm. sequentially that i that i have and then i just dubbed over it where, where can the roommates find that um you can't i we don't know this is the problem we can't shout out our youtube there's because you can't have a custom url until you have a hundred subscribers is that a new rule um it's one of their it's their criteria that's so stupid yeah so you have just fucking crazy urls just like randomly generated urls mm. so it's, it sucks yeah. well look for us on youtube look for us in youtube yeah look for the save room that's one of the tags look that's for what, dauntless impressions uh dauntless first impressions but that's the first video right yeah this other video I'm making has fucking scene transitions, fade outs, fade ins, wipes and shit. <laughs> so like that's me like getting to it. So that stage one, just raw fucking video, me mm-hmm. talking over it. Stage two, actual editing effort. Stage three, I'm gonna use YouTube as a platform to espouse my uh, alt right rhetoric. Yeah, He's which serious. is the natural progression of all YouTubers. Mm-hmm. I feel just go like you know eh, have some cool video game shit to full blown racist. <laughs> so so I, i'm excited about that and i'm glad that this world has opened up mm-hmm. thanks to the miracle of uh of technology yeah make sure to like the, and subscribe smash that subscribe button 
<laughs> well, very cool. It's been exciting watching you in this endeavor. You've done some cool shit with it so far. Thank and you. Um, you were trying to stream some some PS3 games yesterday due to your uh, through your Aver Media. So this is a part of the education, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, every time I run into a roadblock, I just literally look up a, a video mm-hmm. or look up some sort of Reddit forum that talks about the express issue to figure out things. Sure. Like when I was using OBS, I get a little little choppy staggering issue when I'm streaming from the console. I figure out, oh, lower the bitrate. Smooth as butter. Mm-hmm. With this, I found out what HDCP stands for. It is HD, as in high definition. Okay copyright protection and the ps4 allows you to turn off this option why is it there you ask daniel fucking love you you're so smart the the thing is <laughs> they prevent you from taking captures of shit like netflix or hbo now any any kind of like copyrighted content okay. that's on these other apps sure. so it shuts all those down but just lets you um do some game capture from the video game itself mm-hmm. PS3 has that on by default and you have no way to turn it off. Ah, uh, that sucks. So, of course, you gotta do some hacky bullshit where you fucking get an HDMI splitter in order to circumvent the goddamn mm. HDCP. And people are like, yeah, it's fine. But it's like, you have... It ends up being where if you want to stream in a versatile manner, it's just a mess of cords, man. Fucking lawnmower man shit going on like in PSVR my room. all over again. Like, I'm just covered in cords. Like, you ever seen Tetsuo the Machine Man? I look like that. <laughs> I'm just like, at the end with fucking cords and cameras turned down and one mic works, sounds coming out of this, this mic doesn't work. What's happening to me? Mm. What is happening to me? What is this? this is streaming, Daniel? It's driving me insane. <laughs> But I love it. It's great. It's great to share content. Yeah. <laughs> I imagine it's a little easier to bypass that stuff on PC. Yeah, what do you mean? Like copyright if that was, gates and stuff. Yeah, like that. Prob- probably, probably. Yeah. It's just it's just a limitation of working with other shit. But I tried out my Switch, works perfectly. Hmm. Nintendo doesn't give a shit about your HGCP. <laughs> they'll they'll just demonetize you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they have all other processes in place. Yeah. Mm. So very cool, very cool. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. What else you got going on? Nothing. Okay. You want to get into some housekeeping then? I want to get into some housekeeping. Let's get this gravy here. train chugging. Guys, if you didn't know, The Save Room is a podcast about two sad men marching toward the great unknown of middle age. And we also talk about video games. <laughs> you like that one? You can find us in soundcloud.com slash Show or Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, iTunes, and on RSS feeds everywhere. If we made you chuckle even the slightest bit today, please consider giving us a rating and sharing with your friends. Hmm. But mm. We definitely really appreciate that if you could do that. Yeah, if you could just do yeah. that. Uh, I guess if you hate your friends, definitely send us to them. Send it twice. Send we it have twice. multiple links. <laughs> <laughs> we have multiple ways to annoy your friends. That's a safe room promise. And if you really, really want to annoy your friends on a platform that everybody is exceptionally annoying, you can follow us at Twitter, at Save Room Show. Um, yeah, we're pretty big on there these days. We tweet. We tweet. We retweet. We are a retweeting machine. You could say we do we do a lot on there. Yeah. We do a lot on there. More than some. Sometimes I like. <laughs> Sometimes I like. Yeah, you want to see our like history? Follow us at, uh, on Twitter. Don't look at that, please. No. <laughs> <laughs> the content train doesn't end there, of course, Daniel. If you're prone to watching someone play the unpopular Resident Evil games, go ahead and follow me at twitch.tv slash Herb. That's H-E-R-B. I don't know if that's confusing for people, because if they don't hear herb, they don't know mm. what I'm saying. Me saying it right means it's wrong for them. But in conjunction with the words Resident Evil, eh, they should know. Maybe not. They should know better. Maybe not. I'm saying red. They'll be like, there's a red one? I'll be like, yes, there was a red one. <laughs> God damn it. Some would say it's more important than green. 
no one to say that. <laughs> no, it's pretty supplemental. No. It's pretty supplemental. Come on, man. Yeah, you're you're definitely on on Twitch pretty often streaming almost every Resident Evil game there ever was. Yeah, I was yeah. doing two the other night. Yeah, I imagine if you didn't have this HDCP problem, you'd probably do like Umbrella Core. That was my whole f- no, <laughs> no. Full stop. No. Wowzos. <laughs> um, uh, no, no, no. My whole thing was I wanted to do a Capcom Classics Friday on the Twitch stream, and I wanted to do shit like. Resident Evil, the original, original, not mm-hmm. the remake. Wanted to do RE2, wanted to do 3, wanted to do fucking Dino Crisis. Mm. It would have been great. Now mm. I gotta, gotta, gotta get a goddamn HDMI splitter to circumvent copyright. Well, you know. I think actually that's illegal to say out loud, right? We'll scrub this. Don't worry about you it. You have to tell it, me if you're a cop. You fucking cop? You fucking cop? Hey. <laughs> All right, I guess I also do the Twitch as well. Uh, if you want, you can find me over at twitch.tv slash Dungeons and Daniels. I... I'm currently playing Overwatch these days, and maybe you can catch me on there. I'm one trophy away from fucking the Platinum in Overwatch. One. One. Give me your support. Rally with me. Just don't don't harass me. Don't don't harass me. Don't harass yeah. and don't yeah. don't don't do that. Don't don't spam I need healing because I'm playing McCree. Oh. He doesn't heal. You know what I love when Genji spams Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Mata Mata's favorite. my favorite. Oh. Mata Mata. Yeah, that's OG. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? But Merry Merry Christmas. Yeah. A little more festive. A little more festive. A little, there. little more festive there. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Um, still, still, like I said, last two episodes, stream hiatus. I'll be back one day. Stream hiatus. You'll I come honest, back. I imagine I will probably stream We're... with you mm-hmm. more often in terms of like being like you know on the PS4 and playing like an online game with you, or maybe with your new capture abilities. Like we were talking about streaming, like Smash, Smash Brothers. Brothers. Yeah, we have more yeah. opportunity mm-hmm. to smash, smash. Yes, yeah. <laughs> just. <laughs> I think I our it's. There's a wider array of things we can do now, and that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's gonna be. I think it'd be pretty neat, especially if there's like a neat little fucking co-op game yeah. on uh, on the Switch, mm-hmm. and there's prone to be much more couch co-op. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we also got to get our living room to a situation yeah. where we can just like set up shit uh, because we don't have like a good stand. A good stand. For it. We're TV. looking into it though. We're looking into it. We don't, you know, we're looking into some other people's homes mainly yeah. <laughs> i'm doing the work i'm out there around like you know dusk every day looking for new tv stands <laughs> dusk <laughs> okay so there's things that occurred this week daniel a lot of things it was a ripe week as you mentioned it's pre-3 mm-hmm. which we're, we're gonna we're gonna copyright that hgcp that motherfucker mm-hmm. we're about what eight or nine days out from e3 uh, yeah, it, the festivity should begin June 7th, mm-hmm. I believe, somewhere around there. Yeah. Yeah, so they're going to do conferences, uh, for the gamers. <laughs> <laughs> they don't deserve it. <laughs> if, do we need to explain E3? If you're listening to this, you might know what E3 yeah. is, right? You know? We've Was never the, been. The Electronic Entertainment Expo? Yes. Okay. Yes, which is run by the ESA, which mm-hmm. is the Entertainment Society of America? I, wait, I forget. Yeah. I don't know. A lot of acronyms today. ESA? ESA? And not ESA. ESA? ESA? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, if you could you're wrong us <laughs> at the end of this, we'd love that. Uh, just jump into the live chat. Anyway, uh, Daniel, I want to shout out one thing. It's kind of housekeeping a little bit. The Save Room Boys will be at this year's PAX West in yeah. Seattle. Uh, we're going to be there at, on Saturday and Sunday. So that, what, what is that? That is uh, August 31st and then September 1st. Okay. Okay, we're going to go there. We're going to play some games. We're going to get very sick because I never walk away from PAX without a severe cold mm. afterwards. What do they call it? The PAX Pox? The PAX Pox okay. is going to get us, yeah. So, oh yeah, we should prepare, like immunize each other is that how you say yeah let's go vaccinate each other let's vaccinate each other real quick (laughs) now we're gonna have like a whole thing of flintstones chewies do they make do they make them bigger than the why do you need them bigger 
Like, I just need one that's, like, a cookie-sized. I, I <laughs> always take more than one. Oh, you could take more than yeah, one, huh? They're good. <laughs> wow. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. I just want a bigger one, though, you know? Okay. I just want to tear off Barney's head. Oh, <laughs> it's funny to me that, like, yeah. there there's a whole generation of people who don't even really know the Flintstones as, like, a Hanna-Barbera sort of cartoon. They just know it as, like, their multivitamin that they take every morning. Yeah. It's weird. I guess that's right. Mm-hmm. Or they know it as cereal. Yeah, 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 with the Fruity Pebbles. Right. Mm. Oh, is another one? I think that's it. <laughs> Didn't they do chocolate Fruity Pebbles? Yeah. At one point? Yeah. Aren't those just Cocoa? Like... <laughs> it's Cocoa Krispies? Yeah, Cocoa it's, Krispies. It's basically the same thing, yeah. yeah I understand. Mm. Anyway, anyway. So yeah, check us out. We'll be at PAX. Um, I don't know if we're going to do like a community meet or something like that, but like we will be around, yeah. so check out we don't have our... that big of a community we're just gonna be hanging out with probably a few friends be hanging out yeah we'll, we'll show you seattle out. if you've never been we'll be drinking yeah. spending a lot of money on, on yeah. drinks yeah. meet us at st john's oh st john yeah we're definitely going to st john's after of course of course it's a walk and a skip away okay daniel i've got some gamer news for you are you ready to i'm ready it? gamer news gamer news gamer news Okay, gaming news. Okay, number one on here, Call of Duty Modern Warfare has been dated and detailed, my Mm. friend. We were talking about this modernistic warfare last week. We didn't do a pitch for the name that post-modern warfare. That was a good one. Yeah, I I like that that a lot. I like that. What was your other? Moderner Warfare? Moderner Warfare. No, no, no. What is it? The Modern Warfare. (laughs) That's how you know it's serious. All right. It's official. This year's Call of Duty will be headed by Infinity Ward and will be a reboot of the Modern Warfare franchise. An announcement trailer was released showing off a new engine and a grimmer tone. Uh, IW insists the game is not a remake, but a reimagining of 2007's Modern Warfare. 2007? Wow. Oh my god. 12 years ago. I've been playing a lot of Call of Duty in my life, man. I think you've played everyone every year. Yeah, I'm going to go to the grave with Call of Duty. Okay. <laughs> like, it's just a matter of what's going to end first, Kevin or Call of Duty. <laughs> I think Call of Duty will exist before and after us. I think so, too. While the game exists in a separate universe, the title features the return of series veterans like Captain Price. Unlike Black Ops 4, the new Modern Warfare will have a single-player story campaign, a co-op mode that sounds a lot like Spec Ops, and, of course, online multiplayer. Mm. Stat progression and unlocks are said to carry over between each of these modes. Unlike every Call of Duty in the last decade, Modern Warfare will not charge for a season pass. Instead, all DLC maps and events will be free. Here's another shakeup. This will be the first fully crossplay title in the series, allowing players to matchmake across PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Modern Warfare launches on October 25th. It actually looks really cool. I, yeah, that trailer got me kind of hyped. Not yeah, gonna lie. Yeah, t- to be honest. And I could see that kind of grimmer vibe that they're going mm-hmm. for. And there's been a conversation about like, you have some articles being written here and there about just like, oh, Call of Duty's trying to like plunge in the serious territory. It mm-hmm. needs to just kind of understand what it is. And just like, let them do what they want to do, man. Mm-hmm. Shake up the fucking series. We have like, what, 28 of these things, man. Let them go dark on one and then we'll have Black Ops flavorful, crazy zaniness and zombie mode next year. Oh yeah, confirmed. No zombie mode in this okay. one. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, war's at the center of all of it. There's always a, a serious undertone with the context of war, whether they're treating it more adherent to historical stuff with World War II, World War One. This one seems like it's more adherent to stuff that's going on in like our current political climate, mm-hmm. like uh, freedom fighters, just insurgent groups, terrorism. I think there was like a, something that mirrored what happened in, in France. So I don't know. It looks really grim and gritty, and I'm interested to see how they're going to handle like the overall campaign with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I think that that's a little, it's a dangerous line mm. to, to walk, to, to use like actual uh, real world events as inspiration for what is essentially a fucking rail shooter, mm-hmm. a thrill kill. And I think that's where some of the criticism's coming at, where it's like, yeah, okay, maybe you should just kind of go for your well, over the top kind of feel. Yeah. Me. Andrea Renee was talking about it on Games Daily, I think yesterday or Thursday, whenever they talked about it, and she was like, video games tend to trivialize things that are very serious like that. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, the multiplayer aspect of it, or then maybe, like, just doing something over the top of the campaign, it just makes it seem like it's, okay, well, this isn't as serious as it actually is, so. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I think there's some good conversation kind of coming up around that currently, for sure. At the same time, I would say that there have been Call of Duty games, especially with campaigns that strike a pretty good chord, a serious chord, while still being like an entertaining ride along the way. You know, you don't have to sacrifice one for the other in some instances. Like, I always say it, and people sleep on this, Infinite Warfare has a very good story campaign. Mm -hmm. Like, it, it has a serious thread, and it ends in a place where I did not expect for the type of game that it is. Interesting. Yeah, so I, I, I still say that to this day, but, you know, and then some of the other games, like uh, Black Ops 3 had a really eerie mindfuck of a story mm-hmm. that kind of played almost Black Mirror-ish, uh, Black Mirror-ish thread with technology gone awry. Yeah. That was a cool one, too. But. I'll concede that they have some unique original ideas for campaigns. I think Black Ops and Modern Warfare 3 were the only ones that I really played through. Mm-hmm. But none of it felt close to home, you know, at all. It, it felt like it had an air of fiction to it. Right. Where this kind of feels like really grounded in something current. So... That's true. But I, I don't... Because they have who? Uh, one of the narrative leaves from Naughty Dog working on it. Yeah, that's interesting. So I imagine there's going to be a bit of depth to the narrative and the overall story. Right. So. I mean, I, it depends on how gracefully they handle it, but there's these other components to the game as a product itself. Crossplay, fucking rad. That's awesome. We'll talk about that's it later really cool. in the episode, but I've been enjoying cross-platform play with mm-hmm. Dauntless recently. We'll let, let you play with people on PC, PS4, and Xbox. And it's cool. It's, mm-hmm. it's just neat to like think that, like, hey, they're probably just roaming around with like mouse and keyboard or some shit. Although that might be a problem. I wonder, we'll call of Duty in that scene. I wonder if they're going to make that uh, concession where it's like, hey, you have to use a controller and PC to play competitively. I wonder. Yeah, probably. They'll still work around it, though. Yeah, well, we'll see. Yeah. And then the other thing, no, no fucking paid DLC. Mm-hmm. That's an interesting yeah. thing to, to go. I mean, we saw that happen before with uh, what, what game that just did that? Oh, God, Anthem. <laughs> but it's still good in, in theory, yeah. you know, uh, because it doesn't split up your player base as paid DLC would because mm-hmm. people there would be like a drop off by the time you get to the fourth DLC where it's like matchmaking gets, uh, you know, looser and looser or, or less and less because, well, not as many people have that as mm-hmm. the main game. I feel like it happens with expansions, too. Yeah, Like for Destiny sure. 2 versus Destiny 2 Forsaken, like... You don't have nearly the same amount of players playing the expansion as you do the base game. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's exciting. I, I got to wonder if the relationship between Microsoft and Sony was at play at here at all with a middle like, all right, let's try and help make this a cross-play experience. Because they were doing that the with the whole, um, their streaming initiative, their cloud-based initiative that they're doing. You I mean working with like Sony? Yeah. I wonder if like that's going to be a continual strengthening bond of like, hey, let's keep working together. Let's keep doing cross-play wherever we can. 
I think so. This, yeah. this is the, the the wires have been laid out for us to continue to run this current through. Mm-hmm. I think next generation we're gonna this is gonna become the norm. Yeah, like Call of Duty is gonna come out and be like, no, 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 don't worry, you'll be able to play with your Xbox friends mm-hmm. if you have the PS5. You know, or yeah, PC kids can get into the fray too. Like that, I think it's gonna get to a point where that's the expectation, and we're gonna be the old fucking men sitting around going, I remember when I couldn't play with my friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's I I think that's interesting. It huh. is interesting. I mean, I I really like the idea of being able to play with whoever i want to on whatever platform i just hope there's a consistent user experience across it all i always talk about my experience with street fighter 5 oh god you tried the the pc ps4 play yeah playing it online with people and it just felt so uneven right so i don't know you got activision you got these two big companies hopefully they can work something out with it yeah probably probably i don't know i'm excited for it i think it's gonna be tight and i'm always down for more call of duty we were talking about it before I mean, even if the game itself overall is like a whiff with like whatever its ambitions are, mm-hmm. Call of Duty always feels good to play. Sorry. The best shooter on the market. I mean, yeah, it's yeah. kind of the standard for like how a first-person shooter should play. Mm-hmm. And I know that's a controversial statement. People will be like, what the fuck? Oh. No, 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 no. I'm just saying it is one of the tightest FPSs out there. I'm always going to play a new Call of well, Duty because it feels good. I think it's just because like, they've had so many years to iterate and mm-hmm. make it good across multiplayer or different IPs or franchises or yeah. different uh, developers even. It's like, nah, they got their core gameplay foundation down because yeah. there's like, what, over 20-something Call of Duty games? Oh, God, yeah. There's a lot. Yeah, there's a shit ton. Yeah. <laughs> Ever since, what, 2003 or 2004 when the series started with mm-hmm. Call of Duty 1 on PC? Jesus Jeez, Christ. Yeah. Man, we need to get in on that money, dude. How do we do that? How do we, like, Bobby, Bobby, spread that peanut butter, <laughs> you know? Wait, hashtag Bobby Kotek? Hashtag Bobby Kotek. Because oh. he's, like, one of the most overpaid CEOs uh, in video gaming, and I'm just like, give back to the gamers. You and I, Daniel, mm-hmm. are gamers, so... Yeah, he doesn't give back to the gamers. That makes sense. Yeah. I want some money. We'll call him. Hey, Bobby. Can we get you on the line? Yes, Daniel. i got a number two we got another exciting date and detail sort of situation here okay i want to say this walk up to e3 has been really exciting with reveals and just like drip fed stuff like the conferences are going to be cool with like showcasing stuff i was saying it before we recorded this episode i was like hey we don't have to talk about a studio closure or some massive like harassment scandal going on in the industry this fucking week we actually just get to talk about our hype for games so it's great it's great so this one i'm actually super hype about number two death stranding has also been dated and detailed and there's a collector's edition with a tube baby Hmm. (laughs) it's all true facts kojima productions enigmatic playstation 4 exclusive will release worldwide on november 8th highlighting this news was a nine minute trailer depicting gameplay and cinematics and finished symphonic metal band apocalyptica which i forgot that i love that band that song was really cool in the trailer it was so though. good yeah I was, I, unexpected yeah i've been like rotating some of their songs just going like yeah dude i used to listen to you when i was in high school punch jesus the trailer gave us our first real sense what the gameplay would actually be as sam bridges played by norman Reedus. You have to navigate the United States after a series of mysterious explosions cause supernatural creatures to plague the country. Sounds awesome. Sam seems to be delivering some sort of cargo cross-country in order to save 
humanity. The game doesn't have a fail state, I found out. If you're overwhelmed, Sam will slip into an other world that he'll have to escape in order to continue his mission. The game does feature online play, but not traditional multiplayer. Instead, you'll have opportunities to send other players supplies, share shelter, or follow their pathways. It, it sounds sort of like Dark Souls without the jolly cooperation part, essentially. There will be a number of editions of Death Stranding releasing, of course. Uh, the only one we're talking about is the $200 collector's edition that includes a Bridges cargo case, pretty nice, a custom steel book case, also nice, a Luden's keychain, I really want that one, it's a little, it's a, the astronaut skull man, okay. the logo. That's good. And a full-sized BB pod statue, which is, from the trailer, the the baby in the fucking pod that that Norman Reedus is carrying around the throat really? baby yeah you get that you actually get that <sighs> replica there are so many other cool like designs from this game it is one of the weirdest things I yeah. have seen it's not the weirdest thing I've seen no that that actually goes to uh, the flesh monster no 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 dead oh actually that might the flesh monster with uh, inside yeah. Yeah, 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 no, no, I mean, actually, Dead Island, the canceled special edition, where it was just the um, dismembered torso of a woman wearing a bikini. Oh. They had, like, people are like, are you fucking kidding? <laughs> that's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> this this isn't on that spectrum, but it's one of those things, if people, like, walk into your house and, like, hey, you know, maybe they don't play every Kojima game that ever came out, mm-hmm. they may not recognize the reason that you're keeping a fucking baby in a jar. <laughs> it's fucking weird. I get that it's, like, one of the most <laughs> memeable parts of the the marketing for this game the baby with the thumbs up norman reedus holding the baby all this shit like it out of context you actually probably should have just included norman reedus's character with it yeah just like a statue of norman reedus but you know what you know what it's kojima's shit yeah so i'll i'll allow it we give we give that man a lot of passes okay we do we do i i'm shocked because i watched this nine minute trailer the morning that that it came out and i I was stoked every second really? of the way. I was like, this game actually looks really cool now. Now that I know like the gameplay foundation and what I can actually do in the world, a little bit about the story. The story seems fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm really into like the exploratory parts of this. Mm-hmm. I didn't know it would be a lot of like, God, it, it just has this kind of somber, cool tone to it. It reminds me almost of Annihilation, kind okay. of. Remember that movie with uh, Natalie, Portman. Natalie Portman? I haven't seen it. You reference it like every week, though. Yeah, I yeah. really do. I, I almost watched why. it last night. Oh, you should, yeah, actually. Because it's on HBO. Yeah. I. It doesn't stick its landing, but it's a very intriguing film. Hmm. But yeah, just like going around out in this wilderness and having weird shadow creatures come out of the fucking ground and try to drag you in. And then fucking Mads Mikkelsen, naked, covered in tar, <laughs> running around with cigarettes hanging out of his mouth. <laughs> What's his name? Death Man? Is he... I forget which one was Death Man. Yeah. I forget what his character is. Maybe that was uh, Guillermo del Toro's character. Dead, yeah, it was Dead Deadman. Man. It was yeah, Deadman, they, right? so they named like a lot of the characters that we've been seeing in the trailers for like the last two years. Finally, Fucking director Nicholas Wren is a character in the game for some mm-hmm. reason. That 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 is it. Is this just like Kojima's famous friends? I <laughs> like think it's so. a part of the cast. Yeah. Also, guys, if you don't follow Kojima on Twitter, you should because it's essentially his um his fan blog for Mads Mikkelsen. <laughs> <laughs> he loves it. He was talking about how initially the character that Mads plays. Uh, wasn't going to be a smoker, but I think like one time, like when they were doing a break from filming, he just was watching him smoke a cigarette and he thought it was the coolest thing. He, he just <laughs> thinks that man is so sexy that he just <laughs> rewrote the whole fucking script for the game and he's like, you're smoking almost every scene. Why? No reason. It's my new fetish. <laughs> no reason. <laughs> Don't look at me. I have to sit down when you talk to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? <laughs> the photo of him 
Norman Reedus and Mads McElson, and like the two of them are smoking, and Kojima's like smoking like a fake cigarette. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> just be a part of it. He just wants to be one of the cool kids. That's all. What else we got? We got ladders. We tons got tons of ladders. Tons of ladder action. Suitcase fights. Really? What, suitcase <laughs> fights is, is what's selling me on this game, honestly. Because you got your traditional gunplay. No, mm-hmm. fuck that. Kojima's like suitcase fight time. Well, I wondered what the combat would even look like if there would be anything. Right. I, I didn't know if it was going to be a lot of stealth stuff. You having to run away from <clears> these fucking shadow creatures or this paramilitary unit that what are they called the hellhounds yeah something yeah no aren't they called the homo demons the homo demons yeah that's right yeah yeah. Yeah, before you fucking chuckle that's actually uh that's that's latin so yeah suck a dick if you're (laughs) if you're giggling (laughs) so i was like i don't know what the combat even would look like and yeah there's hand-to-hand combat there's gunplay which Mm -hmm. it looks kind of good i don't know how snappy it's gonna be but you know yeah, we'll see. Yeah. I think um, if his last game is anything to go... Obviously, this is a different mm-hmm. game than Metal Gear Solid. But I will say, MGS5 felt very good. The mechanics for that game were great. So I I have trust that his design mentality mm-hmm. is kind of carried over because he learned a lot doing that project. I loved a criticism at this. I was like, this game's probably going to be like 50% cutscenes, 50% gameplay. And you're like, I don't know. Metal Gear Solid 5 actually had like a decent amount of gameplay to it. Yeah, it had less cutscenes than any other MGS, because every other MGS is like 98% cutscenes, so much. 2% sneaking. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah, no, th- this one I think you get more hands-on. I especially like the fucking the bike that he's on. That's neat. Mm. I like Sony exclusives now, just like, if it don't got a motorcycle, you don't get a gold disc, okay? Well, I almost feel like Norman Reedus can't be in a game without a motorcycle. He's, that was yeah, half of his brand. He's contractually obligated. Dead. Yeah, that is The Walking Dead. The, on a motorcycle. the craziest thing is that this is coming out this year. Yes. Like, of all the Sony exclusives that have been announced that we've been hyped for, it's like, we thought this was, like, the furthest out. Yeah, if you go back to our older episodes, we are just talking about, like, eh, it could be PS5. No. Fucking came out really quickly. I still think it'll be cross-gen. Uh, yeah, probably. I can see them doing, like, a Death Stranding director's cut on the PS5 to drum up some mm. more sales. Kojima's just like, yeah, yeah, you know, it's just a lot more Madden Mickelson naked in a forest. <laughs> Burning himself with cigarettes. <laughs> I'm hyped for this game. Yeah. I, I definitely want to get it. And just because, for me, there isn't really anything else like it on the market. It's very unique. It's like an art house film, but mm. it's got like AAA backing to it. It's it's cool. I think it's going to be a very interesting experience, even if it's um, bewildering or, uh, I don't know, maybe impenetrable is the word maybe. for this type of... For mainstream. Just because the outright weirdness of yeah. it. But I like outright weirdness. I think it's cool because like Kojima basically what got kicked out of Konami, kicked off his own projects. His mm-hmm. Silent Hills got canceled, and this is like his indie AAA endeavor. And Sony was like, "Hey, we'll help you do this." And right. It's cool. It's very cool that he got this chance. Yeah, no, I'm so, into it. Well, mm-hmm. So, what, how do you feel about the whole strand? What do you mean? Theming. Like, oh, you gotta connect the strands. Oh, no, it's, uh, it's create the rope. Create the rope. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, uh, the, these kind of tethers and stuff. I, I really... I'm hearing it, and I'm conceptualizing some of it, but I, I need to see what that means on a gameplay basis. Mm-hmm. Like, what is he talking about? I want to see more of what this asynchronous multiplayer is, Yeah, where it sounds Journey-esque. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It, it sounds very interesting, but I, I don't know about... Like, how is the gameplay going to connect to the themes as well as, like, what we're imagining, I guess? Maybe a little bit, because, like, the, the whole idea is you're in a post-apocalyptic world, and you have to basically, like, bridge society <clears throat> back together, create a new civilization, yeah, recreate life. And 
Kojima, the master of subtlety, named mm-hmm. the main character Sam fucking Bridges. <laughs> Did he really? I didn't know His that name was, was Sam name. Bridges, dude. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> I, I'm not sure. I, I want to see it play out. I am more than intrigued. Of mm-hmm. course, I'll get it. But I, I want to see what these creatures, like, what are these creatures? Mm-hmm. Or are they going to keep that just as enigmatic as every other part of this game? Because sometimes I like when the monsters explain. Other times I'm like, no, you're right. Mm-hmm. It's just about the outright weirdness of it. Let's just do yeah. that. I wouldn't mind Let's a big see. climax with like a, all of these crazy monsters, shadow beings. The, the yeah, fucking the homo demons. Yeah, wasn't there like in the initial launch trailer like fucking dead whales everywhere and crazy hovering? Yeah, fig- yeah I want to see more of the hugger- hovering figures in the sky. We got a little bit of it in this one. Yeah, yeah, they came back a little bit. Okay, yeah, yeah, I saw like the shadow figures and whatnot, little scary dudes. I'm excited to see Troy Baker and what his character, his involvement with it all. Troy Baker, yeah. Yeah. Troy Baker, Baby Maker. Who, Troy Baker doesn't have to sound like anyone else in roles. Now he's just doing Troy Baker. <laughs> you know, ever been. You're just like, yeah, I hear Troy Baker. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you had some additionals on here? Yeah, some kind of quick related news because it's all in the Sony house here. Um, so with that, uh, there's a new state of play happening this month. Sony's, I guess, on track of doing it every month. We had an April one, which was like their VR showcase. We had last month that had like... Uh, the Monster Hunter World expansion, it had Final Fantasy VII Remake, and a few other games here and there. But this one, uh, apparently we're going to be getting more details on Ghost of Tsushima and The Last of Us Part Two. Okay. Which, uh, the rumor is that Last of Us is going to be delayed now until 2020. I guess like February 2020 by some accounts. I think that tracks. Yeah. I really didn't anticipate it to come out this year. I did. Did you really? I, th- I thought it would. Nah, especially yeah. with Death Stranding coming out the tail end of the year, there's no way they're going to oversaturate themselves. Well, now, yeah. Before, yeah. we didn't know Death Stranding was coming out. Yeah, that's true <laughs> like, enough. The that's fact that enough. that was, is the furthest along of any of these games is just... It either speaks to how small the game is, or really it's just how quickly they were working on it in secrecy. I mean, they, they're they using the same engine as, um, what are they, Guerrilla Studios engine for Horizon mm-hmm. Zero Dawn, and maybe they just leaned on their expertise and found out how to make something solid and quick. Yeah. You know? It's possible, too. I always remember that um, as big of a game as Metal Gear Solid Five was, it was only like 25 gigabyte like install, mm-hmm. and when they asked Kojima about it, he was just like, we have really good tech. And I'm mm. just like, man, he... Maybe he's been in the industry for so many years, he knows, like, we need a flexible engine that's easy to work with mm-hmm. so we can pump out games without having that lag of, like, struggling with our tools. So, yeah. yeah. I, I think he's it. a game dev who really understands, like, engines and how to develop yeah. on, a, on a deeper level. Right. I definitely just get a narrative sense of designer. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so maybe that's why it's coming out quick. Yeah. yeah. So of, I guess, of Ghost and The Last of Us, do you think we're going to get Ghost of Tsushima this year, then? I don't know. Nah. I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think we've seen enough of it. I, I think our first look at it was last year, 2018's E3. Mm-hmm. I think, I don't I don't see it tracking for this year unless that game was fucking in development for like five years already, you know? It can't have been that long. Yeah, I, I don't know when they be, began production on it, so it depends on that. Mm, really. That's true. Yeah, but... I trust Sucker Punch. Yeah, that's right, they are working on it. Yeah. I was like, wait, what? yeah, Sucker Punch, I yeah. keep on forgetting. <laughs> um, for some reason I thought Insomniac, no, no, it's no. Uh, Sucker Punch. Yeah, I'm excited for that game. A lot of people are excited for that game, but mm. I still need to see more than what I saw because I really don't have a good sense of what, what it is. the actual... Yeah, what, yeah. Is, what is it? What is the gameplay? What, mm-hmm. what what should I expect out of it? Is it a full game of duels or is it an open world? Like, what is it? Well, especially at this point when we've gotten a game like Sekiro in and out of our system, like, how similar is it going to be gameplay-wise? Is it going to be more based on stances like Neo? Is it going to be, like, a dance of combat? Like, right. I'm interested. Yeah, I'm yeah. interested in that one too. I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know that I mm-hmm. see it this year though. Honestly, if at this point, 
if you want to get the end of your year capped off with Death Stranding, cool. And if you want to go into 2020 with like two new big IPs like The Last of Us 2 and Ghost of Tsushima, fuck yeah. Like, I'll save those for next year because yeah. you've already saturated your zombie market this year with Days Gone. And Resident Evil 2 was huge. Oh, yeah. And we already had a Samurai <clears throat> game, so, you know. No more Samurai. Well, we're getting Neo 2 this we week. We are getting Neo 2, yeah. So that was something big that also <laughs> happened this week. Um, the closed alpha went out to like special like invitational only is like through email mm-hmm. to certain people and like the, the community influencers, people of that nature. Um, and it's been well received so far. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm glad to hear it because mm-hmm. while I didn't finish the first one, I fucking really liked it. Yeah. So you were talking about maybe going back to the original. I always think about I think about it every yeah. day. Every day. I, I literally think about that game every day. Haunted by Neo. Because <laughs> I really enjoyed it. Wow. I have dreams okay. of yokai and, and men named William. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Um, but Michaela or Red Mod X over at Obelisk, she wrote her impressions on it and basically said, it's more the same. It's really refined. It's really snappy. You're not playing as that, that white male protagonist, uh, William, anymore. There's a character creator. Oh, uh, shit. Yeah. The skill trees are a little uh, more well-designed and quicker to progress through. And I guess there's new weapons too. You get dual hatchets. Ooh. Yeah. If it's more the same and it's refined and built on a good foundation, why not? You know, I'm, I'm excited for it. Yeah, I would say the first one was, um, what's the best way to, what's the most Kevin way to say this? It was loose as a goose when it mm. came to the controls here and okay. there. And some of the combat wasn't as refined as I wanted it. Mm. Definitely not in comparison to Sekiro. So mm. I'm glad that they're like fixing up on the shit that, like that. Quick, quick shout out uh, on this subject. Sony's also doing its a Days of Play sale okay. to celebrate E3 and whatnot. It's going on from June 7th to June 17th, and that is our first opportunity to get a discounted Days Gone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think we don't gonna, know. it's going to be 40 I think. Okay. Because they already announced in the UK that it's 40 bucks. Well, 40 pounds. So I don't know if that it's going to be much different for us. I'm not fucked about, about uh, $40. That's what I was waiting all. for. Yeah. Yeah. That's like that sweet spot. 30 seems a little too unreasonable for it being less than two, two months, months out. Yeah. No. Especially with it still selling. Yeah. Yeah, it's doing well. So yeah. I would say 40 bucks is a sweet spot. And then other games like God of War and whatnot will be dirt cheap, like 20 bucks. Buy God of War. Buy, buy God Spider-Man. Of War. Buy, buy these Bloodborne. Games. <laughs> the only game you don't need to buy is Detroit Become Human. Did she turn off the recording with her stupid pot? No, uh, she re- legit just walked across the mouse pad, though. She really did, though. <laughs> what an asshole cat. Come on, dude. Um, what else do we have? do we have some free games for june yeah some quick freebies for june at first i was hyped i was like oh these seem like big deals and then the more I thought about it i'm like nah they're not that big of a deal but we're getting the borderlands handsome collection which has what borderlands 2 and the pre-sequel that's correct yeah. and all the dlc for each mm-hmm. game good collection great game it's a good collection yeah. great game. it's kind of old at this point though old as dirt yeah <laughs> well, that came out what like 2015 uh, the Handsome Collection did. Yeah. Uh, fucking Borderlands 2 came out in like 2012. 2012. Yeah, yeah we're getting Pre-sequel was like 2013. Yeah. So like, I'm just like, okay, maybe it's not that big of a value proposition to be giving us like old free games. I th- I think it's the right move because, you know, there's a lot more mm-hmm. interest for Borderlands right now because of 3 coming mm-hmm. out in September. And it's better to give a free game than to call any more attention to their asshole CEO, Randy Pitchford. That's fair. That's so. fair. Yeah, I think it'll be good to drum up hype, but I feel like... Yeah. Everybody has these games already. Yeah. Also, on a weird aside, a rumor's going around, and it's pretty strong rumor, that we're going to get more DLC for Borderlands 2. Yes, the aforementioned game from 2012. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's going to feature Lilith, and it's going to bridge the gap between 2 and 3. I don't know if it's free or not. It should mm. be free if they're trying to advertise their next game on it. You were telling me about that. I was like, why? They already did that. Like, yeah. 
Tales from the Borderland is basically like an intermediary game. Yeah, I would say that so. that's probably the more definite in-betweener. Or like, why can't you d- just describe in-game or through dialogue like what Lilith did in between the two games? Let me play it in three. Yeah. I don't, you, don't, yeah. what, you don't need to do this, but Weird. I guess it's cool. I mean, d- dude, Borderlands friend or fiends <laughs> are, yeah. are going to be like, yeah, they're going to they're gonna be all that. over it. Yeah, and I'm sure it's going to be good fun. and fun. And what's our other free game, by the way? Sonic Mania. Oh, shit, Hell dude. Yeah. One of the best Sonic games of the last 10 years. Does it have sure. Shadow in it? No. Then it's weird that you're saying that. <laughs> <laughs> we always go back and forth in this argument. We do, we do. No, I will pick it up. I will try, because you have been raving about this one mm-hmm. as being good. And a good Sonic is hard to come by these days. I think it's fantastic. I think the levels are really cool in terms of being original or paying homage to the older ones. And one, like two, three. Yeah, like one, two, three, uh, Sonic and Knuckles. And they even remix them. Like they'll do like a, a first act that's kind of like walks the original path of the levels. And the second one, it flips a little, little bit different, like mechanics and stuff. And cool. The bosses are all unique. It's not just you jumping on Eggman. Like I said before, you play like... like uh, mean bean machine like basically like little mini games with some of the bosses so it's it's neat um i i think it's just gonna be a hard sell for you to to see all the way through because you were never like a huge sonic fan girl i did up. not grow so. up with sonic games I, mm-hmm. I definitely grew up with the super nintendo and for some reason i just never had sonic on there you know what i mean and then no, um, he was too cool yeah he was just too cool for that shit I didn't even play Crash as a kid. I, I don't know why. I, it was a Mario household. You know what I'm saying? I played a little bit of Crash because while I <clears throat> personally never owned a PlayStation 1, my stepdad did. Mm. So I played like some of these weird like Star Wars games and Tomb Raider and yeah, Crash. Like I played a little, little bit of Crash Bandicoot. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. Good time. That's fair. So pick those games up. Pick them up. They're free. PS Plus. It's not free. It's your price of entry. Wow. Your, your Shuhei stamp. <laughs> you understand me? I got a number three. This is a cool blast from the past as well. The good Ghostbusters game is getting remastered this year. 2009's Ghostbusters, the video game, has escaped the containment unit to scare up a good time with gamers later this year. I should write ad copy. Yeah. Like, I really should. You're pretty witty for it. Yeah. I you just... wrote ad copy for our show once. Did I really? Yeah, for Souls and Soulsborn. Ah, oh, that's right. Or Souls and good... Souls-like. No, no, no. It was uh, <laughs> Soulsborn and Souls-like. What was it called? And then there was Pale Blood IPA. Yeah, you wrote, like, a fake ad for, like, an IPA for Bloodborne. <laughs> the things we do for good. this podcast. Now, Saber Interactive, the developer behind this year's World War Z and publisher Mad Dog Games, are remastering the work laid out by Terminal Reality before they themselves were ghosted. They closed. <laughs> a couple years ago the game is a co-op over-the-shoulder shooter of sorts that serves as a sequel to both 1984's ghostbusters and 1989's ghostbusters 2 it featured an original story written by dan Aykroyd and harold ramus and stars the original lineup of Aykroyd, ramus ernie hudson and bill murray which is really difficult to get him to do anything ghostbusters remember mm-hmm. in the last reboot movie they got him in there for fucking four minutes before killing him yeah <laughs> it was nuts it was so this game was really fucking good for a licensed movie okay i've never played it it's it's actually pretty good Mm -hmm. now the game hasn't been dated but it's set to release for ps4 pc xbox one and even the nintendo switch shit yeah um so this is the weirdest thing to say but it basically played like gears of war that's what i've been hearing yeah yeah played played like gears gears of war but instead of you know shooting your chainsaw gun you're shooting your proton cannon your proton Mm -hmm. blast what is it the 
proton pack yeah the proton pack yeah the proton pack at the ghost you got your fucking laser weather don't cross the streams mm. and and then you have to like weaken them with that before mm. you capture their dumb asses it's really fun nice so it's a little bit gears of war a tiny bit pokemon <laughs> it's great <laughs> um and it had the original cast that was the coolest thing so, i think that's really neat that they got the original actors to do voice work yeah incredible and that it was actually a story written by dan Aykroyd. so it's the closest thing Jesus. dude that we have yeah. to ghostbusters 3 like honestly and it's kind of i don't know maybe it's kind of the right place for it because the things that they, it does are kind of grand here and there but you go back to locations from the, the the older movies as well like the hotel from the first movie and whatnot it's it's a good game i'm excited saber interactive is doing it uh yes yeah, so, so they did world war z the mm-hmm. co-op shooter that came out this year yeah they're doing the remastering of it so it'll be the same game okay it's just uh they're doing it i wonder when we're gonna get like the modern warfare equivalent to like a reboot for this game a re- <laughs> ghost bust yeah like a 2019 reboot of this <laughs> the Ghostbusters, starring channing tatum that almost happened by the way yeah i know there was gonna be a movie of channing tatum with ghostbusters <sighs> thankfully thankfully the ivan reitman the director of the original ghostbusters mm. film his boy his son uh jason reitman is doing uh the new ghostbusters movie which Should is be cool an actual continuation so okay. we'll see we'll see i wasn't mad about the one that came out in 2015 2016 <laughs> well that makes you and no one else on the internet yeah. apparently yeah. i think it was only the only thing that really peeved me was like chris hemsworth but like everything else is just kind of like you played kevin yeah i'm kevin you're kevin isn't that funny yeah yeah um i didn't like that movie <laughs> okay that's fair not no not a lot of people did i thought yeah. it was fine i i did not like uh just the style of movie i don't think it fit what ghostbusters was Maybe that's my problem. I didn't really grow up with Ghostbusters. No, I didn't man. watch it like Not hard even... like my friends was. I just kind of saw it like... I've seen the first one. Okay. For sure. And You it... don't know if you've seen two, huh? I don't know if I've seen two. You know, honestly, when I was a kid, part one and two like blended together mm-hmm. as far as my memories went. But I, I've since seen, you know, both and went mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, good, good, good. The first one seems like flash in the pan, kind of like, this is a movie that shouldn't have worked. Mm-hmm. You get a bunch of comedians in there, but they're not doing a comedy. It's actually a pretty serious movie. Kind of dark. But they're the comedians that are like kind of goofing at the situation, which mm-hmm. is like kind of the, um, another movie did this, uh, An American Werewolf in London. Okay. Kind of did that. Subject matter, totally deadpan. But the characters, sometimes hilarious. Like, that's that's a cool thing. But that's why I didn't like the reboot one. Because it was too funny, too in your face with the, the it humor was a, and punchlines. It was a Paul, Paul Feig comedy. Mm. It was just like puns and jokes and gross humor. And it's like, this, this sucks. <laughs> it's not that good. Yeah, I think I just like the dynamic of the core gals, the four of them. I like the way they all work together. I thought mm. Kate Leth was pretty great. Who? Kate Leth? Kate yeah. McKinnon? Yeah, yeah. Kate McKinnon, my bad, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Kate McKinnon. Yeah, Kate, yeah. Kate Leth is in gaming, right? No, I thought they were good. The writing was just shithouse. Yeah. And you can tell they were trying to improv the whole fucking movie and just stitch together whatever, you know, made people chuckle the loudest. Whatever executive had to go, oh, yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> you know? Like, I, I don't know. It, it felt like um, a film by committee. Okay. Essentially. Fair. That was so weird where this other one just felt like good. The game, however, is fun. Yeah. Do we have a price point for it? No, not at all. We don't even have a release date for this shit, but I would imagine if it's anything more than 40, we'd have to raise some eyebrows. Probably. Because you're definitely not raising the dead with that fucking price. I gotta wonder if we're gonna see anything about it at E3? I don't know. You think it's an E3 type of game? Maybe to play on the floor? Maybe to play on the floor. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. I'll buy it. Okay. I'll definitely buy it. Let's talk about something else we're gonna see Number 
four. Mm. This is a big mm. one. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Marvel's Avengers has had details leak ahead of its E3 reveal. Oh, yeah. So Square Enix recently revealed the name of Crystal Dynamics and Edis Montreal's Avengers project, which is now called Marvel's Avengers, which of course it is, Mm -hmm. and that the game's worldwide reveal would take place on June 10th at Square's E3 conference. So they got a a slobber knocker of a conference here because they have both Final Fantasy uh, VII remake, Mm -hmm. and now they got marvel's avengers so okay okay now i see why you're trying to take the sony slot yeah you know what i'm saying now what they didn't intend to reveal was specific details about the game ahead of e3 but an accidental listing on the e3 coliseum website did just that the listing was taken down but not before pc gamer copied it for us here goes (laughs) quote embrace your powers and join key members of the development team at crystal dynamics and the creative team at marvel games as they talk exclusively about the upcoming marvel's avengers it's just too many s's to like worry about in that Mm -hmm. marvel's avengers right anyway this is the defining avengers gaming experience an epic action adventure that combines cinematic storytelling with continuous single player and cooperative gameplay moderated by andrea renee we know her assemble in teams up to four players master extraordinary abilities customize your heroes to fit your playstyle, and combine powers to defend an ever-expanding world under constant threat end quote yeah we didn't know any of that about this game mm-hmm. we didn't know it's co-op we didn't know it was online we didn't know that it would have like a continuous story yeah okay no we had a very actually specific idea of this game based off of i guess square enix and crystal dynamics caliber work i mean like if you looked at um yeah yeah i guess so or even looking at the other kind of superhero games like batman arkham Mm -hmm. or what insomniac did with spider-man we're like yeah it might be like a single player big open world Mm -hmm. experience no this is something a little different isn't it yeah i was i mean in the least i thought there might be like a character creator be your own sort of hero sort of deal but i thought it would be closed circuited multi-narrative multi-gameplay uh, faceted sort of dunk. deal you know how the save room loves closed circuited open worlds that's our brand well here's the interesting thing here mm. so an ever-expanding world kind of mimics the sort of language we're accustomed to hearing about service games daniel on twitter industry writer liam robertson wrote quote yes avengers is g-a-a-s end quote which stands for games as a service interesting it's got me less excited doesn't it yeah if it is true yeah because here here's the thing there's great games as a service Mm -hmm. titles out there i love the division i love what ubisoft does with Mm -hmm. the division especially with division 2 even destiny it works right but we've seen it abused in the past you know we've seen the 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 fucking horrors of battlefront 2 mm-hmm. back in the day there's other games that kind of lean too hard on their microtransaction parts and other things like that so it has people fucking worried mm-hmm. what are you gonna do with marvel's avengers if yeah. that's the case are my heroes gonna be marred by microtransactions and loot boxes right like how much focus is really going into the experience if that's kind of like a thing it just leaves a bad taste in people's mouths you know yeah, I mean, for on a games of service level, you can still do a gratuitous amount of world building and creating a specific feel and environment to play around in and have that be fun. But with something as like beloved as the Avengers and Marvel, like I want to see more of a in-depth treatment for a narrative and gameplay. I want deep mm-hmm. systems. Like I want to see what we got with Insomniac's Marvel Spider-Man, which was really like the best game we could have ever asked for, you know? 
I mean, here's a thing. Here's a novel concept. For a game called Marvel's Avengers, mm. you would think that you get to play as the Avengers. In the least. I want to play as the Avengers. Yeah. And everything that... We don't have confirmation, but everything that I'm hearing sounds like that we're going to be playing as, like, creative characters. You know, new yeah. superheroes. You know, there was a game that did that back in the day, and it fucking sucked. It was called X-Men Destiny, where it was like, yeah, just inject your own heroes into the X-Men world. Of course, that game was a trash fire shit show mm-hmm. overall. I'm not saying that the idea won't work, but it's just, a, isn't it like a little disappointing that you don't get to hear like, you're playing as Iron Man, you're playing as the Hulk, mm-hmm. you're playing maybe even together co-op and figuring out that dynamic together. Well, I was hearing Greg Miller talk about his his wants to like play as them and specifically to play as Thor and to be able to throw out, like, Mjolnir or Stormbreaker in the same way that Kratos does his axe in God of War. And to be able to recall it right. and feel powerful and feel like a superhero. Right. Like, that got me hyped. And it just seems like we're not going to get that same level of, I like, know. immersion. I just want a game built out on that dynamic and, like, mm. how they play and how they vary from each other. Because, like, you could do a game that's, like, a, a tighter narrative experience. Mm-hmm. But it there's a lot of replay value with the idea of being able to play as the different Avengers. I don't know about this. Yeah. I don't know, but I do like the idea that, like, hey, continuous content, maybe, like, new sure. world events, like, oh, the Jatari are invading this week, and then that's a big, like, rallying event. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of possibility there, to mm-hmm. be honest. Like, I think that's cool. Or, like, oh, here's a raid, time to stop Thanos, time to stop Galactus. Like, yeah. there's potential for stuff like that. It's just, it just bums me out, because I have a diminishing point of return with games of service type games where it's like i play it probably for a month and then like it's so hard for me to want to go back even if i hear like crazy buzz about it i'm like i don't just don't always feel compelled you know it's a yeah. lot of a lot of upkeep i feel that i feel that especially like i was much more tolerant of those games uh earlier in this console generation but as they became more the and more of them came out in the norm i was yeah. just kind of like oh, okay i miss games that ended mm-hmm. <laughs> it's okay like it's okay to have games that end you know it's okay and like, we've... i'm still raving about spider-man and like i'm mm-hmm. not pissed off that there isn't continuous content for me to play mm-hmm. well in the 2020 for spider-man yeah. like i'm okay with that dude i mean they've supported in ways that we thought we were cool that yeah. were cool you know we got new suits we got paid for dlc which is actually pretty decent it's enough yeah it's enough you made a fucking fantastic game mm-hmm. and i was kind of hoping for a fantastic avengers game that had a beginning a middle and there you go mm-hmm. you know but at the same time if they can land this it, it admits the sea of cynicism that's sure. already kind of erupting from the idea of it being a games as a service mm-hmm. it could be something special i want it to be something special we've seen plenty of studios turn things around in ways that we didn't think they could. You know, we yeah, see a studio true. like Gorilla come from a multiplayer experience and making one of the best single-player games of Sony's entire PS4 history. That's true. Uh, Square Enix traditionally does, like, RPGs and action RPGs and, like, kind of story-heavy games. And, like, they, they might have done a games-of-service online experience here and there. Crystal Dynamic, I'm not too familiar with having that same sort of history. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to see them maybe innovate and do something different in the games-of-service space, you know? Yeah, we, they're, they're not coming at it like Activision would or like Bungie would. They're coming at it kind of like you know from a different standpoint. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I I just have to wonder what's it gonna be like. Yeah. I mean, it's it, it to me it doesn't. It's definitely not gonna be something like Marvel Ultimate Alliance. That that, no. that seems like a very set thing yeah. that's built out for like play as all your favorite characters. Whereas mm-hmm. this one is like, no. In order to make something with longevity, we had to go a different route. We'll see. We ha- we ha- we haven't seen even anything. No, we don't. We haven't seen shit. I'm excited to see the June 10th reveal for it. Yeah. And yeah. I'm a Marvel mark. I'll still pick it up. I'm not going to be like, no, book mm-hmm. this, you know? Because like, it's it's not going to be an online MMO. I'd actually be less interested in that idea. Mm-hmm. They're just saying it has online shit to it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Don't abuse it. 
don't abuse it. Nick Fury would say don't abuse it. Number five, speaking of abuse. Um, <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> this is human abuse. <laughs> they're starting to monitor our sleep, Daniel. <laughs> and they're using it in the only way that we would actually uh, nod along and agree to do it. The cuteness of Pokemon. It's one way to get us. <laughs> Number five on here is Pokemon are invading the dream realm and there's mm. no stopping them. During a Pokemon press conference held in Japan last week, which neither of us were invited to, the Pokemon company unveiled a new title called Pokemon Sleep. <laughs> it's a phone app being developed by Select Button. That's a studio, not, not a thing. But instead of playing it on the go, you play it when your body stops. <laughs> Your body's still going through involuntary motions, just so you know. You know how sleep works, right? It stops. <laughs> <laughs> you just stop breathing for eight hours. <laughs> wow. I, I would know more about sleep if I was awake during it. That's true. Yeah, we don't have enough research to tell. We don't got enough data. <laughs> Details are scant, but the idea is that you tether your phone via Bluetooth to the newly announced Pokemon Go Plus Plus, the successor to the Pokemon Go Plus. I shit you not. Such a dumb name. And then you go the fuck to sleep. (laughs) The Plus Plus will send data on how much you sleep a night and reward healthy sleeping patterns with, we're just guessing here, Pokemon. Pokemon Sleep is slated for 2020 and was announced alongside a Detective Pikachu sequel for Switch and Pokemon Home, a cloud service that links your Pokemon together whether you catch them at home or on the go with your phone. So they had a a huge Pokemon Direct this week that people were really, really stoked for. People were like, I'm going to wake up at the ass crack of dawn to see this. Right. And we ended up getting this thing that was not about the new Pokemon RPG, not about Pokemon Sword and Shield. We're like, what the fuck is going on? (laughs) It was so weird. I catch Pokemon in my sleep. What am I dreaming? Poke? What? You, what's happening? Can you explain yourself? You can't just say a name and then be like, "Yeah, go to sleep," and Pikachu yeah. will fucking tuck you in. It doesn't make any. I'm sense. I'm surprised they didn't like bring a bunch of drowsies out on stage and like lull us all into like hypno sleep. What happens if I don't sleep enough in a night? Do I get a bunch of fucking mucks in the morning? I yeah. open up my <laughs> a app bunch of and it's just, and mucks. just garbage. You Pokemon. sleep like shit. You get shit. <laughs> that's unfair it's unfair yeah, dude. i have anxiety it keeps me up at night what, what's gonna yeah exactly <laughs> like i'm not gonna w- wake up to a ponita is that what, what it's called ponytail ponita ponita, ponita? yeah <laughs> i want that you want a ponita we like, gotta sleep for it well i'm depressed <laughs> i sleep 14 hours anyway i better get fucking raichus for days <laughs> you sleep for 24 hours straight you evolve your pokemon no you need you better send some pokemon to wake me the fuck up something is wrong i am in a coma is there a pokemon life alert on this go plus we just got a call for fucking ghastly we don't know what's wrong you just kept them going ghastly he's in a vegetative state and he keeps saying pika pika something is wrong is he okay this this could be a nightmare scenario this could. Bread from creativity. Pokemon Nightmare is the other album <laughs> that they're releasing. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about this. I'm going to be honest. I don't know. I don't know, dude. Yeah. I'm... <laughs> I I dropped off of Pokemon Go. Like, I thought it was a cute idea. Ow, I'm sorry. Yeah. I thought it was a cute idea, but fuck. I... <sighs> a game... I'd rather learn a language when I sleep or some shit. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I want to wake up and know French. I don't want to wake up with cartoon animals. (laughs) 
somebody's dream somewhere. The otakus love it. Of course. Oh my god. Am I gonna have better dreams or some just start having fucking nightmares of like getting chased down by a Gyarados or something? <laughs> What's gonna happen to me? Is there gonna be Pokemon sleep studies after this? <laughs> oh my god, Pokemon layers of fear. <laughs> I wanted a Pokemon Snap too. What is this? Game Freak, what are you doing? Shit. It said Snap on there, didn't it? Oops. <laughs> really should have iterated on this goddamn sleep concept. <laughs> we'll see. They, they promised another Pokemon Direct down the line. Because I, I imagine this is maybe for more for Japanese markets. I don't know that their American audience was super hyped for this. Well, here's the thing. So the Pokemon Plus Plus... <laughs> Stay with me. The Pokemon Plus Plus is also usable with like Pokemon Go. Yeah. So I, I'm guessing they're they're hoping people just onboard onto that where it's like yeah. Go will have some sort of notification going like, hey, you look sleepy. Do you want to download fucking Pokemon Sleep and incubate more goddamn pocket monsters mm-hmm. in your sleep? Wake up to Clefairy smiling at you <laughs> and you might smile back. And that's the magic Nintendo, friends. Wow. <laughs> Go to sleep, go to sleep, Miyamoto demands it. (laughs) What if it's a new way to just kind of blast ads in our brain for Nintendo? Oh, undoubtedly that's what it is. Why am I thinking of Super Mario Maker 2? Why why do I know it's (laughs) $39.99? Why do I taste that? Hmm, Mm. It's weird. It's coppery. (laughs) Someone went off the rails. <laughs> we can't take all the news seriously. It's not all going to be modern warfare. No, fuck this one. Anyway, yeah. I got a number six. We'll end this on some funness. Uh, Mortal Kombat 11's DLC characters have been confirmed. And yes, I wrote confirmed with a K in the doc. NetherRealm has announced four of the six DLC fighters a part of the game's combat pack. The pack includes the previously revealed Shang Tsung, as well as Nightwolf, Sindel, and Spawn. Yes, hmm. that Spawn. Spawn will even be voiced by keith david returning to the role he played in hbo's animated series which i thought is fucking legit that's so cool yeah the studio has not announced the two remaining fighters but given the chainsaw revving at the end of the announcement Mm. trailer in combination with a leak from the game's files it seems evil dead's ash williams is set to join the fray it's also rumored that the terminator from the terminator movies will be the final combatant that's a cool DLC pack of characters. I'm not going to lie. That is a good, a good crowd. I mm-hmm. just wish that they can get all their guest characters in the one fucking game for once. Because mm-hmm. like Alien and Predator and Freddy Krueger and Jason. All of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Leatherface. Throw these some bitches into a, the real Royale that we mm-hmm. want. Okay? All right? Even Kratos was a nine and that was pretty cool. Kratos was a nine and that was actually really dope. He mm-hmm. had some great fatalities. I need that. I need mm-hmm. that in my life. The gameplay reveal for this one was pretty cool where it was like Shang Tsung fighting and doing his fatality and what fucking Goro just grew out of a person. Oh, it was actually Kataro. Is that what it is? Kintaro? Okay. Kataro? It's the other... He was in part two. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's another, another forearm freak. It's other Goro. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then also he's like a shapeshifter. So he was shapeshifting in all, into all of the classic ninjas from across the Mortal Kombat games. Oh. So hmm. um, while the characters of Ermac and Rain are not in MK11 as playable characters, <laughs> he fucking morphs into them with their moves, which is really dope nasty. That's really cool. So he, he's kind of re- reminiscent of what they did with Triborg from Mortal Kombat 10. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. which was a combination of every cyborg character into one, where it just like it does all the attacks of like Sector and Cyrax and shit. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I love Mortal Kombat. Yeah, you're and, you're a big nerd for that. Yeah, part. I fucking love Mortal Kombat. Man. <laughs> Cyborgs and the ninjas. That's what gets me up in the morning. Yeah, not the Clefairy. <laughs> <laughs> with my Mortal Kombat sleep. This news gets you harder than a Metapod. I love it. Um, yeah. I think it's cool that uh, fucking Bruce Campbell on Twitter was like, oh yeah, I can't wait for this game. I know, son <laughs> of a bitch. He denied it at first and then he's like tweeting about the game where it's like, dude, you're in it. You're in it, we I know. Cannot, I'm, I'll definitely get this pack just to play as mm-hmm. uh, Ash. Sorry, I love Evil Dead. I want an Evil Dead game. Hmm. I want a new Evil Dead game. Pitch that to me. He hinted that there might be one coming out next year, but he, I think he said it was like a VR thing. And I'm okay. like, eh, I don't know. That wouldn't be awful. I just want, you want me to pitch you an Evil Dead game? Yeah. Uh, It's a hack and slash. <laughs> There's been plenty of Evil Dead games, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. PS1, PS2 had some. Xbox had one. Okay. Yeah. They're all there. Okay. I just want another. Imagine a, like a Splatterhouse version of Evil Dead. Yes. Any uh, Evil Dead game would be Splatterhouse-ish. Yeah. Mm. For sure. I love Splatterhouse. Very cool. Yeah. But, um... This combat pack is 40 bucks. Oh. Yeah. I mean, at least it's not like Dead or Alive's $100 DLC fighter <laughs> pack. You know? Which is mostly bikinis. <laughs> it's, all, it's a lot of bikinis. Just bikinis for everyone. Women's garments are expensive. Yeah, yeah. I would say so. Uh, yeah, MK11, I haven't been playing as much as I thought I would because I ran into that um, fucking the grind, grind wall. Yeah. The grind wall that they have to get all their gear and a lot of the gear isn't that interesting to get, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And I just want to make... I just want to get skins. That's where the, the, the bang for your buck yeah. is. But you have to play for fucking years to get every skin for just, like, Sub-Zero. It's dumb. Yeah, it's kind of lame. Oh. I might at this point wait uh, to get, like, the... What would it be called? The Ultimate? Like the Deluxe Edition? Yeah, with all the fighters. Yeah, maybe you will. Yeah. Maybe you won't. Maybe I won't. Maybe you won't. At this point. You didn't get 10. 10 was like no, $5 like one day. With yeah, you're always everything. pushing it on me. I, d- I just didn't like 10 as much. I don't know why. I love 10. 11 plays pretty great though from, yeah. from well, my time with 11 it. 11 plays amazing and um, probably has more of those classic callbacks than even 10 does. Hmm. Yeah, because I think 10 like pushed the series forward to like a future setting mm-hmm. and then this one is like just a combination of every generation, which is really cool. Yeah. A lot of love there. A lot of love there, Daniel. Yeah. A lot of love. I got I got an idea here. Kill me. Because we, we're going to get into what we're playing. Or rather, what you're playing. Yeah. Because I don't want to talk about what I've been playing. It what? makes me mad to think about. Overwatch? And Breath of the Wild. Oh, and what they, the fuck? And the roommates have already heard me yeah, talk, about talk, talk about that. I'll talk about that more. Are still playing ne- these things? Yeah, I'll talk about those okay. more next week when I've either gotten a platinum or beaten Breath of the Wild. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. So, but before we get into your Dauntless impression. Okay. Uh, do you have any crazy or pretty, I guess, well, well-grounded uh, E3 predictions at this point? Oh, sh- you want yeah. some E3 predictions? Yeah. Fuck, dude. I got some hard ones for oh, you. Oh, okay. Capcom's going to come out of the gate with something. Sure. They're going to come out of the gate. And it's going to be... I don't think it's too early for an RE3 announce. Okay. I don't think it's too early because I, I think um, the engine is very... They are very familiar with RE engine. They keep on touting it. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to be like, hey, we're going to try to get this bad boy out next year. Okay. Yeah. Because it's going to be foundational. It's going to be RE2, but it's just going to be the setting of three. That is my prediction. Okay, it's or, not a bad one. I mean, so far, the past two years, three years, they've had Resident Evil announcements. I know. Yeah, they really have. So why not keep yeah. it going? Yeah, because I don't think they're going to announce 8. I don't think they're going to announce 8. Yet. Too soon? I don't think it's too soon. I just think that maybe their plans have changed a little bit because of the success of Part 2. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But it would be fucking wild to have RE2 have come out 
in February of this year, mm. and then have RE three announced in June. So maybe maybe that shoots some holes in it. Maybe, maybe. that's too soon. Maybe it's Dino Crisis. Maybe it's fuck you. <laughs> I you know the more I think about it, like I would not be upset, and I feel like it's it's it could happen. It's time. It could happen. RE engine, Dino Crisis. I never even played Dino Crisis, and I want this game. Make it happen. Yeah. Other crazy predictions. Um, Sony's not going to be there, so... I think we're going to get a bit of Sony on the fray with some of their third-party and second-party stuff. Games mm-hmm. that would obviously be on the PlayStation are going to be probably so- showcased by like Activision or other companies. So, yeah. Square Enix. We have an idea of what some of the big ones were. We were talking about it earlier in the episode. Avengers and Final Fantasy mm-hmm. VII. But I... I can't think of any... I think maybe Platinum Games might have something new that mm-hmm. surprises us, that they're teaming up with one of the big publishers and going like, look at this fucking thing you didn't know was happening. Mm. I think that's a possibility. Um, well, they have uh, that, that new one coming out, fucking Astral Chain. Yes, so, which I'm pretty excited for, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's coming out, and they're doing that with Nintendo. Yeah. I think they like might come out of the gate and be like, well, maybe they're doing a project with Sony, you know, something mm-hmm. like that. I don't know. I'm not Nostradamus over here. Yeah, I'm, I'm not big on, like, the predictions. I'm easy in terms of predicting things that I know will probably happen, but, like, out of the fucking nowhere predictions, I'm like, eh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Surpri- that's why I'm, like, surprised me. Yeah, that's why E3 is exciting, because it is just this pressure cooker of cool yeah. news and announcements and teasers. Just generally speaking, yeah. I can guarantee you that they're going to announce a sequel to a game that we didn't think there would be a sequel mm-hmm. to don't know what that is but yeah. that's gonna happen and they're gonna revive a character that we thought was dead <laughs> so there you go that's pretty much what happens every year okay it's like they come out of come out of nowhere and be like look fucking sam fisher is back mm. uh, set. Uh, you know okay. I, I think Watch Dogs 3 is gonna get shown though yeah i think that's a big one for, for ubisoft sure and i'm excited about that because they're having another conference uh, like they have the past few years, which is... They always do. I imagine it's going to be more Assassin's Creed Odyssey support. They're going to be like, oh, yeah, thanks for supporting us on The Division. Here's our yeah. roadmap for the rest of the year. Sure. Yeah, I wouldn't be mad about Watch Dogs 3, although I haven't played the other two. Do you so. have a crazy prediction? Do you have like a, like, I hope this will happen sort of prediction? I'm trying to think who's going to be there, because EA is having a whole showcase. Microsoft, of course. Microsoft. Square. Phil Spencer was like, hey, we're going to have 14 sort of things being put out there. That's true. He says that there's going to be 14 first-party games. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're all Xbox Game Studio games, mm-hmm. um, which is the most that they've ever had. And I'm like, oh, okay. That's interesting. Yeah. I, I mean, obviously, we're going to get more of like the Outer Worlds, which um, I'm interested to see more of a deep dive into. Into Obsidian's latest and greatest? I don't know. Maybe Turok? Turok? Shit, dude. Because, okay, they ported Turok 64 to the Switch. Yes. And that was a whole thing. And just thinking that they're bringing yes. that back in a weird test bed way and the whole relationship with Nintendo and, and Microsoft. I don't know. Maybe we get a, a new Turok game. I think that's a weirder situation. Yeah. Uh, that port than it is like, hey... Any indication? Yeah, setting, <laughs> setting the seed for like a yeah. sequel because um, historically everyone that has tried to revive Turok has shit the bed. <laughs> well, even when they did it on the original Xbox, it was kind of mediocre. Yeah, uh, Turok Evolution mm-hmm. was balls. Yeah. <laughs> um, the one that was just called Turok, which uh-huh. came on 360 and PS3, mm-hmm. also balls. A little bit better, still balls. Yeah, cleaner balls. Cleaner balls, smooth balls. Smooth where the balls. other ones, balls. <laughs> Um, still balls i know microsoft is gonna have the showcase for the george r R. martin from software game 
Yeah, I, so I heard I heard that too. I think that'd be super interesting. But I don't think it's going to be an exclusive. You think they'll finally tell us what the fuck the next Halo is? Halo Infinity is it or Infinite? Everything's Infinite. I thought it was Halo 6. Stop using Infinite in yeah. your fucking titles. Because um, I know we're going to get Halo 6, we're going to get Gears 5. No, Infinite is Halo 6. Oh, okay. So what the fuck is it? Mm. <laughs> we, I would sure love to know. Mm. And here's, here's my one wish for them on that front. Because mm. I'm getting to that point where like, I'm not as invested in the series as I was maybe, you know, a couple mm-hmm. years back. Like, Halo 4 was hype as fuck for me. I loved Halo 4. Mm-hmm. 5 just kind of waned all excitement for me. Mm-hmm. I want them to be like, hey, here's our answer to Destiny, basically. Okay. Like, and I know it'll seem like, hey, a Me Too kind of game. It's not that. Like, mm-hmm. oh, we did it as well. Like, no, no, no. no. I, I feel like there's opportunity to do something really interesting with the Halo War using the enemies and the lore that they have to do something that's not just like set mission levels and then just a multiplayer like no do do some sort of continuous thing there that's a game that i'm like no that's ready made for games as a service mm-hmm. avengers doesn't make sense but this makes sense yeah. you know like do that that's there my only the wish. formula worked out yeah that's what i'm hoping that the name change kind of indicates mm. that it's not just like the same old song and dance yeah that's it interesting and then we'll see more gears 5 which fucking gears 4 i forgot that i played yeah no excitement there. I'm I have sorry. no crazy hope or None. pulse for that at all because I'm not a Microsoft guy, unfortunately. Like Ghostbusters, it's just like it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I imagine we're gonna get more about their tech and hardware, cloud initiatives, next gen Xbox. Yeah, that that's the thing. Do you so. think we're gonna see some hardware this year? Because a lot of people are like, nah, like we're lot we're getting close to it, but not quite yet. Do you think Microsoft's gonna be like, hey, by the way, we're fucking showing you with the next? Where Xbox do they is. usually do their reveals for stuff like that? <clears throat> I don't think uh, they did an E3 thing. I think um, both Sony and Microsoft did like their own press things okay. outside of E3 mm-hmm. to, for for hardware announcements. But mm-hmm. mm, yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe it's not not the time. Maybe we get a teaser and then we get like a reveal, right? Or detailing down the line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. something like that. Hmm. I know that PS5 certainly not going to be no, E3. no, no, not yeah, at yeah. all, not at all. It'd be funny if they're holding their cards and they're just going to do like a crazy conference after E3. Like, okay, here we are. Yeah, the day after. <laughs> yeah, let's wipe away all that Xbox news, and we got the real shit here. <laughs> I am excited to see kind of funnies conference because that's right, they're doing a showcase. Yeah, they did a showcase back in January or no, it was December actually, in place of PSX, and it was like a cool little indie showcase. They had like sixty plus games, and it was mm-hmm. really neat. The format was awesome. It was very professionally done, and I think they're taking the spot after Sony with it. um so that's cool i i imagine it's gonna be more indie games probably some devolver stuff propaganda game stuff uh greg was tweeting out something where he's saying like i just i just got an email about the showcase and like he had a gif reaction where he was like freaking the fuck out Mm -hmm. his power rangers freaking out Mm -hmm. and i'm just like oh man the last time he had a big boy it was like oh telltales last season Mm -hmm. uh skybound announcing that they're taking it over Mm -hmm. for uh the walking dead i should say not just Telltale. Yeah. And then um, this one, I'm just like, damn, what's he got? What do you got there? I wonder. Is it fucking Patapon 2 finally coming out for <laughs> PS4? What's, what's yeah, that? it would be like those weird niche Greg Miller things that he probably has the lead it's gotta on. Be. Yeah. It's gotta be. And I don't know. I'm excited to see them kind of put their imprint on the bigger gaming industry because they're, they're an important company. But they outside are. of that, Square Enix and Nintendo, <laughs> I think they got me most excited this go. Nintendo, I think, has the potential to wow me this year with some stuff. I feel like we're going to get a Zelda teaser for something different. Mm, something new. Maybe. Yeah. Um, I know we're not going to get Metroid 4. 
No, that's not happening. Because <laughs> they just changed hands. <laughs> they don't so. even have a fucking screensaver up for it. No. No, no, no. <laughs> they don't know what to do. Probably get more Smash stuff. Hey, here's maybe the rest of our characters. Okay. Or some, maybe like one or two. Oh, actually, yeah. I, I feel like that's a given. Because mm-hmm. it's been a little while since they announced shit. Mm-hmm. So... That makes sense. As far, as far if Nintendo wanted to like come out of the gate with a fucking dream project for me though, um, oof. I mean, I'm already getting Luigi's Mansion three, so I don't know. Mm. <laughs> Mario Sunshine two. <laughs> Give it to me, Nintendo. I don't think they'll do it. They won't do it. No, because they don't no tend to do sequels for like their 3D games across mm. different consoles. Galaxy got a sequel. Yeah, but it was on. It was on the Wii, and then the Wii U. Mm-hmm. So, eh, maybe. 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 We'll see. Super maybe I'm wrong with that statement. Super Mario RPG 2. Yeah. I, I imagine we're minds. more likely to get an Odyssey 2 yeah? than, than we are to get a sequel to any of those earlier ones. Oh, and here's... here's This is not a prediction. This is a fact. Mm-hmm. We will see the next Assassin's Creed there. <laughs> yeah. We will see... Uh, the Viking Assassin's Creed revealed at the C3. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Because yeah. that was a rumor for a bit uh, the, from stuff they found in Odyssey. Yeah, there's too much shit leaking, and, yeah. like, yeah, that it. I think that's a given. Yeah. That, that's the next one. Oh, wait, did they find it in Odyssey, or was it in The Division that they found, like, a... It was Division. Okay. It was Division, yeah, yeah you're right. Division but that too. sounds really cool. Like, some of the lore and, yeah. and real-life stuff that was going on in uh, Odyssey seemed really dope in terms of, like, mythos and creatures. I really like how they handle their mythos, so yeah. I'd be very interested to see them take on that shit. Some yep. Norse stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Some Norse? Some Norse shit? Sony Santa Monica yep. did one thing, you know, with, yeah. with God of War that was really cool, but I think the league <clears throat> name for this was Ragnarok? Assassin's Creed Ragnarok? Yeah, yeah. And that's exciting to fuck, me. man. I'm into that How shit. How many fight a dude named Thor? Fuck yeah. <laughs> Have me throw lightning out of a hammer. Right. That'd be pretty neat. Since Marvel's Avengers doesn't want me to do that. <laughs> no, they want to fucking hold that back. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I but you know I'm not like. I feel like last year I was pretty hyped for it, but it's like with with the removal of Sony because I'm a Sony cuck. I'm I'm a little less excited. Not not just because of Sony by himself, but it's like typically it's like I don't rely on the other conferences to really knock my fucking socks off. Mm-hmm. I usually wait for the PlayStation conference to knock my socks off. And then there just happens to be really cool surprises here and there with like Microsoft and maybe maybe even EA comes out with something that's like, yeah, it doesn't look half bad. Honestly, you know? like last year's E3 was hype for all the surrounding stuff that we got. Like the fact that I was getting hype from stuff that was showcased from Microsoft even like Sekiro I think was a Microsoft show. Yeah, that game. was that was a it was debut there. And I was like that's really fucking dope. I know. So I know. we'll see. Just that because Sony's not there doesn't mean we're not going to get Sony type games though. True. So, you know. True, true, true. We'll true see. It's an exciting blue. time of the year. It is. Yeah. Pre 3 boner. Oh, it's poking. Oh. <laughs> oh, sorry. That was a pre pre 3 me. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know what else I got in terms of predictions though. I like every year i just like to go on a ride you know i just want dino crisis it's been mm. 17 years since the last dino crisis mm. came out so it's about time you think we're gonna get any cool bethesda stuff because for some reason they have to have a conference oh again. i always count them out um maybe and i feel like the only exciting things that i would see from bethesda are what their other studios are doing mm. like if it has something beyond doom but they probably won't because doom Eternal's coming out this year yeah. Um, I think we finally get gameplay for Doom Eternal. Maybe, yeah. Uh, yeah, for sure. Well, we've already seen gameplay for Doom Eternal on a light level. Yeah, but yeah, but we've seen gameplay. Yeah, <laughs> more, more extensive gameplay, I should say, because that was back in December. Yeah, that's true. But we'll see ago. more of it. Yeah. yeah. Um. But 
Arcane Studios. I wonder if they have mm-hmm. anything cooking. It the seems guys like, behind Dishonored? Yeah, it seems like Dishonored got shelved, and then they worked on Prey, and Prey was pretty dope nasty, so mm-hmm. maybe it's time to announce a Prey 2? I don't know how well it did, but I wouldn't I wouldn't be fucked up about mm-hmm. that. Imagine we'll get some Rage 2 stuff, which is just like, eh, I don't... I don't think so. Not at all? Not game came like, out. support? Game, if they show DLC, maybe. Yeah. But game came out, I don't think they're going to make a big stink about it. Mm. And they're definitely not going to show a Fallout continuation. And maybe they'll address some some something happening to Fallout 76. Maybe they won't. I just want Todd to come out and make a fucking public apology. I want him, I want him to get down on his knees in front of the gamers. <laughs> <laughs> Offer up his pinky. I want him to come out with one of those fake canvas bags and be like, all right. <laughs> what? Strangle himself? With it? <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Todd, we love you too much. Todd, 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 Todd. I want him to give out his bomber jacket to everybody in the audience. It's just a joke, guys. We all know Todd Howard can't die. No, he's immortal. He's immortal. He's the dragonborn. <laughs> <laughs> the Dovakin. The Dovakin. Yeah. Daniel, hmm. I want to talk to you about a game I've been playing that I've been playing a little bit of. A lot of it. A bit of. Playing some Dauntless. Some Dauntless, dude. Is, is it as daunting as, as some of Monster Hunter World's components? It's like Monster Hunter Light. Okay. But that's, a, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. Mm. I think it simplifies a lot of components that you would find in Monster Hunter because, um, newsflash, the only penetrable Monster Hunter to date is World. Mm. Before that, people had a severe problem onboarding because it doesn't really explain itself and mm. a lot of its mechanics are obtuse and stuff. Um, Dauntless is snappier. It, it's combat is more, I wouldn't say more fluid, but it is definitely faster paced. Mm -hmm. You still have to like be mindful of like when your attacks are going and shit like that. But no, I I really like Dauntless. It's free to play by Mm -hmm. the way. And I can't believe I'm investing more than 10 minutes into a free to play game. Remember when we dropped off of uh, Apex Apex? Legends real fucking quick. Yeah. Um, And what? It was cross play at launch. Fully crossplay at launch, which is cool. Like I said earlier in the episode, I'm playing with people on PC. I'm playing with people on Xbox. I'm playing with PS4 people. Mm-hmm. It's, it's kind of neat. Um, the game is a little choppy right now as far as connection and stability. I think um, Phoenix Labs, the developer, said that, yeah, even at the best of planning and best of circumstances, there are a lot of fucking people playing the game right now. Yeah. I think they said like 5 million people jumped onto the servers. <laughs> and yeah, so you get some problems. That's a lot. I, it seems like they... From what I've been playing, I haven't had any, like, matchmaking issues. Just, mm-hmm. like, kind of eh, stability here and there. A little chop-chop, especially in the hub area. But I'm playing the game, and I'm not running into any kind of paywalls or any concerns that you would have with mm-hmm. that kind of game, you know? It, no it's all... pay for skins or weapons. No, there is. Okay. There is. I'm saying that it doesn't, like, stop me from enjoying the game okay. or from like, progressing my character or even building my character. It's just, like, a lot of it's just cosmetic shit, and some of it's just, like, you know, special bonus stuff. But okay. otherwise, you it's like Monster Hunter where... You go kill monsters and use their parts to craft better shit. Mm-hmm. That's kind that, of the thing. That was kind of the core loop for <laughs> Monster Hunter World. But again, it's it's a lot more simplified. Where like uh, there's there's um, different beasts or behemoths. Where it's like this one's a flame one. This one is uh, is frost. This one's electricity. And you have to change your gear set and your armor and weapon to accommodate that before every match. And it rem- it gives you a chance too. It's like hey, change your loadout, do this. Mm-hmm. It's it's neat. I I've been playing it and. It's a lot more respectful of your time than Monster Hunter World was. It's the thing about Monster Hunter World. Yeah. I love the hunt, 
I love the immersion. I love having to track monsters, but every once in a while, you just want to take down a monster in under five minutes. Yeah, like dude. you don't always want to go on these twenty to thirty minute fucking expeditions to take no. something down, and you get distracted along the way, and then to not even take it down at the end and have to try again. Right. So, so that that's like one of these things. So you get into a hunt in this game, and it could be done like in less than ten minutes. I've had cool. fucking like four minute hunts before. It depends. Oh, like, shit. Yeah, it it depends on what you're taking on and. I will say that it, it still has that repetitive loop that Monster Hunter does. You'll fight the same monster a lot. Okay. You know, you'll 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 go back and be like, eh, I need to grind out for this gear, so you're gonna be fighting the same fucking owl bird, beast, bear. I fought so many Anjanath. <laughs> right? You fought so many. And the other the only other thing that I'll say is that uh, so where in Monster Hunter World it really does its best to make it feel like a world. It's a thing. Dauntless feels like you're just jumping into arenas and fighting one monster. That's the thing. There isn't just like multiple behemoths like running around the environment and you got to go target one or even like track one. It's just kind of like, no, there's usually just going to be the one on this map. And when you kill him, you're done. So that's why the gameplay loop is a lot shorter. Okay. Because like so, but then again, that takes away instances where in Monster Hunter World, the coolest shit was having another monster like Mm. a fucking, um, what's the one with the R? Rathalos. Rathalos show up and just pick up the beast that you're hunting and drop his ass. Knock out half its health. Yeah, the immersion of the world and the dynamism between the ecosystems, because you go to like five or so different, like different sorts of areas with different monster types and like the way they interact with each other was cool. Like I was seeing shit that I'd never seen in a game before that like had my jaw dropping every time. I was like, this is so cool. So, you know, not not to disparage it too much, but this game doesn't have that. Hmm. It, it it's it's a different type of yeah. game. It's got the Fortnite art aesthetic to it, yeah. which actually really services the gameplay. I, mm-hmm. I think it looks nice, it's fluid. <clears throat> it's not much of a download either. So, it's interesting to see them do other things with that. Mm-hmm. Oh, Epic Games uh publishes this, yeah. so it's not a surprise that it looks very similar and yeah. has has a lot of the same kind of like in-game store elements and stuff mm-hmm. like that that Fortnite is known for. But um <clears throat> it's still fun because I think the gameplay is just really really it's got a good crunch to it, man. You're saying it's like kind of arcadey in comparison. Yeah, exactly. It's like an arcadey version of Monster Hunter. It's like, it's Monster Hunter Light. You go Mm -hmm. in, I carve up a beast, I'm out of there. And you could do the same thing, cut off a tail, Mm -hmm. target weak points, stagger them. It's cool. And change different weapons. And it's interesting to see what, you know, a giant axe does versus this. Does it function the same way as Monster Hunter where it's like there aren't uh, distinct classes? You could basically just use whatever weapon types you want. Because that was always the cool thing about uh, Monster Hunter. As in, no, yeah, there's no, like, character classes. It's just each um, weapon has, is there's, like, a different weapon type. There's swords, there's axes, mm-hmm. there's hammers, there's uh, these kind of dual sickles. Okay. Like, you have, like, so chain sickles and shit. Yeah, it's the same where they each handle very differently. Mm-hmm. And the cool thing is they'll each have, like, properties of the monsters that you're hunting, which is, like, this is now uh, the, what do you call it, the ember main version of my axe so okay. it's always gonna have flame attacks okay and so each one can do that where it's like this is my ice weapon this is my frost weapon this is my my leaf weapon <laughs> this is my electricity weapon and it's like but it's still under the same class of like this is a hammer yeah <laughs> so it's cool i really like the game i'm putting time into it and i'm meeting really interesting fucking creatures i ran into a t-rex that essentially has like a beard a bearded um goat face it's crazy looking the fuck yeah it was fucked up <laughs> there's a giant owl bear it's a bear who's an owl <laughs> yeah yeah it's nuts looking it sounds like shit i drew in middle school in my fucking notebook 
Right, and their attack patterns like do they do crazy shit like mm-hmm. the you know just like in Monster Hunter, but they're shooting fire, shooting flames, mm-hmm. but it feels a little more Zelda-ish for some reason with the art style. Where like there's this one beast, he's like basically a turtle, a fire turtle, mm-hmm. and he's shooting out like sprays of fire from certain like little little vents from his body, mm-hmm. and you have to basically run in a circle to like avoid damage. And I was just like, am I playing Zelda? <laughs> like, what the fuck is this? It's cool. That's interesting. That's a little more involved than than Monster Hunter. Yeah, fighting. I, it, it's just a little different. Yeah. Whereas some elements are really simplified, other elements are like built out in a different way. Mm-hmm. It's a different game, mm-hmm. but it's fun. But if you understand like kind of the core tenets of Monster Hunter, they apply to Dauntless. Okay. In fact, I would say Dauntless is probably a really good onboarding point to Monster Hunter. <laughs> yeah, I think the barrier of entry is pretty steep for Monster Hunter World. As, as somebody who even played it for two hundred hours and struggles to remember how it handles, like it took me. Th- a hundred hours to get good at it you know yeah. it's it took to learn the weapons they're all really complicated to use <laughs> yeah that's the thing again this game simplifies a lot of those kind of cumbersome choices and it makes it way easier to just jump in and go it's snappy it's fun well, i think they understood if they were gonna have a kind of free online game like that they had to have snappy instancing and they had to have a quick loop to get you in and out just like Fortnite, right yeah yeah. yeah, Fortnite. Remember when we were playing? Like the matchmaking was like, bing, <laughs> like you're in. I feel the same in this game. I'm like, damn, this is this is great, actually. It is crazy to me that this game has been around since 2017, though. It's just kind of like yeah. been in closed alpha and betas and demoing here and there. And somebody said that they were on season five, and I was like, what the fuck? I yeah, <laughs> it's it's not like a game like Apex that dropped out of the gate like Shadow dropped and was fucking refined and the servers were ready to go and it was firing on all fucking cylinders. No, no, it's taking the same approach as Fortnite, where like there was a there was a lot of iteration before that game got past Save the World and is what it is now. Yeah, it'd be so. interesting to see how much more they iterate on it. Mm-hmm. You know, like what are they gonna add? Are they gonna add different arenas, different monsters? I would have to imagine different monsters. Yeah. That's all you're really doing is fighting monsters. Or like seasonal events where it's like, oh, we're gonna fight different types of monsters. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah. I haven't seen everything that there is to fight in the game yet, but mm. it gets cooler and bigger as you go along. It's just that you'll you'll sometimes get on a grind where it's like to make your weapons better, you're gonna be fighting the same shit over and over again. Okay. Yeah, that that's the only thing. It's got it's got that grind, but the grind is fun because the core gameplay loop is slapping a beast in the face with a giant sword. I love that. That's fucking Give great. Me games where I can do that. Yes, I need more games like that. <laughs> is there a story or a narrative? No. No. Okay. I don't no, there's so. no fucking stuff. That's okay. the funniest part of it. It's just like it's jumping. It's like there's some things out there called behemoths. You are gonna kill them. <laughs> also, you get to pet a dog. <laughs> oh, nice. That's important. <laughs> yeah, like very important. Like there are characters in the hub world that will like try to tell you shit, but it's usually like just two dialogue boxes mm-hmm. and then they go mission <laughs> and you're like okay <laughs> i'll see you that, that serves the quickness <clears throat> of it all yeah yeah it's it's just like a, a get in and go like play it in small chunks and interestingly enough it, because of the cross-platform nature all of your progression will carry over to whatever account mm-hmm. that you're playing because it's cool. tethered to your epic account they're gonna eventually release the game on switch so i can fucking just be like oh all of my data go to the switch play nice. it there real fast yeah it's cool I like that the Fortnite fiasco really helped them move forward. The fiasco. With this. Well, no, with like certain crossplay features not transferring, the whole shit with Sony. Yeah, we call that that. a force function in the tech industry. Yeah, yeah. It was good that it happened because look, we got a Call of Duty that's fucking crossplay, my dude. It's pretty nuts. Yeah, there's no more arguments about like people going, oh, most of my friends play on Xbox. And you're like, fuck, dude, you're never going to play it with them on Xbox. Play it with me. (laughs) It's going to be great. I like that. It was never a necessity for me, but it was just a feature where I was like, why don't we have this? We should. I know. You know? I know. I know. It's just, it's it's going away. We're yeah. eradicating the walls, Daniel. 
So Dauntless, Dauntless. could you give it to the roommates? Could you give this a recommendation? I can give you a recommendation um, because one, it's fun. Two, it's free. And three, we're going to see Godzilla and I'm going to want to kill things that are like kaiju monsters like all weekend now. That's true. We're going to see it tonight. Godzilla! Godzilla! We're going to see it in RPX. Which is, they claim claim is better than IMAX. Was that what I was reading? Yes. Better sound and and video than IMAX. We'll, We'll see. We'll see. I can't remember the last time I saw an IMAX movie. It was probably... Interstellar for me. Dra- Ooh. <laughs> that'd have been really cool. It was great. I, the first time I saw Interstellar was actually on Blu-ray. Really? Yeah. Oh, dude. It that was, was still good, such but... an experience yeah. in, in IMAX. I would say Jurassic World. You saw Jurassic World in IMAX? Mm-hmm. I didn't even see Jurassic World in IMAX. Yeah. I should have. It was good. We should go to IMAX. We didn't see... We should have saw a fucking Infinity War in IMAX. I saw it in 3D. And you saw it a second time. We saw it in 3D twice. Oh, Infinity War. Infinity War. I I was thinking Endgame. Endgame I didn't see in 3D. You saw it in 3D? Endgame I saw in 3D this week. I was in a theater of like four people. And the 3D was good. The depth was pretty... Some of the stuff popped like crazy. Like the initial scene with Tony and, and Nebula on the the spacecraft like oh, the way it pops yeah. in space i was like holy shit it actually feels like it's floating in my field of depth it, it was bet. cool it was very cool fuck yeah fuck okay cool well we're seeing godzilla in mm-hmm. rpx the sequel to imax hell yeah <laughs> got any end of episode stuff you want to say um housekeeping this uh, or that? once again we're going to be making some youtube videos mm-hmm. we'll actually probably drop a link in our like description to this podcast and i always put the podcast in the links to our descriptions yeah wait <laughs> some, some of that made sense but yeah check out our youtube check out our twitter if you're not sure where our youtube is mm-hmm. uh we would appreciate your support and your feedback as always we mm-hmm. appreciate our community as is you guys have been supporting us for a little while now and you're just great yeah we're going on three years save room strong and we got so many so many cool people on the way bolstering us and being a part of our discord and giving us yeah. ideas it's good shit. A good time we it's love you guys good shit. we love you yeah. guys we're the saddest men on earth, but we, but we love, love you. We're you. nothing without you, love. Hopefully, you guys yeah. are doing good. Hopefully, the summer heat isn't making you crazy. I'm crazy. I'm a little crazy. My pants are hot and sweaty. That's <laughs> because we're sitting on my floor like we always do. Yeah. Carpet makes me hot. It's true. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess we can dismount from this one like Rocket Man would. <laughs> Rocket Man? Like, like Elton Man? John? Elton or? John. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Betty and the Chits. Betty. 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 All right, well, good night, everybody. Good night. (laughs) I walked into my favorite gamer store the other day, GameStop, and I was greeted by the GameStop clerk. They call them advisors there, kind of like how, like, you'd have a student advisor. Mm -hmm. They advise you in gaming. It's serious. They take it seriously. They're hired because they take it seriously. So why aren't they, like, gaming, like, viceroys? Oh, fuck. (laughs) That's a very good point. I should take that all the way up the ladder. Yeah. Yo, GameStop corporate. (laughs) fuck's going on here game advisor what no oh it makes sense now you're an llc that means limited liability corporation that's what you got okay a lack of responsibility as well (laughs) that should be your other corporation (laughs) fuckers anyway he saluted me (laughs) (laughs) and he asked me well what are you looking for today and i was like i don't know man i'm looking Mm. for something just fast but sexy and he was like oh man something like bayonetta and i'm like not fast enough not nearly fast enough but sexy enough. right amount of sexy wrong amount of fast okay. and he was just like damn this is a this is a tough one and he's like oh i think i got it and i was like what is it and he went into the back he's like we don't even have this in the front and i'm like why wouldn't you keep it in the front but he brings out a jewel case 
and god damn it if it wasn't Sonic Adventure 2 for the Dreamcast. <laughs> and I said, wait a second, this is exactly the right amount of fast I was looking for, and <laughs> equal parts sexy. <laughs> Like, I knew you might have gone there. <laughs> you okay? <laughs> that was a journey. Was it? Yeah. Yeah, I'll keep that. I'm going to keep that for the end. No. Yeah, I think that's good. That's 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 us. It's just a true story about yeah. my life. Like, salute. It makes it seem like you won in on, like, fucking Memorial Day or some <laughs> shit. No, they just salute me whenever I walk in the mm-hmm. GameStop. Because they know me, because I'm kind of a gamer ambassador, you know? Start He's wearing, a gamer ambassador. Start wearing a captain's hat. In like a cape. You already have a hat. I have a hat. I need a cape. 